Hey everybody, welcome to episode 143 of the All Aboard Podcast, the Incredit Coaster. I'm surprised we haven't done that one yet, but we did it this week. Um, we got a couple things before we jump into the episode. Uh, we just wrapped up our first Disney Pod battle. So pod being podcast, obviously. Just want to thank everybody who joined. You guys made it super easy. You guys made it super fun. It was awesome. So want to shout you guys all out individually. Um, so we want to thank Walt's apartment. So go check them out. Parks and Pixie Dust, same thing. Go everyone, just go check everyone out. They're, everyone in this in this list is awesome. Uh, we got the DMSW Disney Marvel Star Wars podcast. Miles from Main Street, Upset in Disney, Armchair Imagineer, Tramon, Easy Dizit, Go Informed, Backside of Water, Disney Rewind, 1313 Harbor, Disney Universe, Finding Walt Disney, Sent from Disneyland, and Main Street Meckies. Uh, thank you guys for joining. Thank you guys for making it super easy to do. Uh, obviously, you know, no hard feelings. Everything was all in good fun. But I do want to congratulate our winner. Uh, at the end, it was Tramon for the Tramon podcast. Big congratulations. I'm going to send you guys something. Even though I didn't mention it or, or make an announcement that I was going to give away a prize, um, I'm still going to. So, awesome. And this, there's going to be, you know, this going to be, it's going to happen again. I'll say that. But, uh, yeah, awesome. Uh, we all want to talk about, uh, before we get into that one, uh, we were supposed to record with Matt the Rat. Schedules got uh, conflicted. We still love you, Matt. Awesome. We'll get you in next year uh, for uh, some episodes. But uh, Discord Apparel, he runs that. Uh, so if you guys go to www.dizcore.com, you guys can check out where, uh, you know, Disney characters meet Disney, you know, just, uh, uh, sorry, uh, artists, musical artists, I should say that. Artists meet Disney characters. He's got the new one. You guys should check out his uh, Instagram, Discord Apparel, and it is it's featuring the Goof movie. Uh, so stand stand out. It, it, yeah. So go check that one out. Go check out their pins or other uh, gear on www.dizcore.com. Uh, and if you type in "all aboard" at checkout, all one word, you get your ten percent discount. Also, go check out Party of Five Studio. You guys can find them in our link tree, as always. And you get your 15% all-aboard discount for some, you know, some sublimation items. They're pretty cool. So, yeah. And before, last but not least, we want to just uh, shout out the Disney Podcast family. You can find this show and other great shows uh, at the Disney Podcast family. And uh, you'll never get bored. We are going on a hiatus, so check out the other podcasts, get familiar, and also check out some of the other podcasts that I mentioned in the intro here. Uh, and you will you will not get bored. Just because we're going away doesn't mean you have to stop listening to Disney podcasts. <laughs> All right, guy, Dylan White. Uh, hey, take it away, please. This is Dylan White, and you're listening to the All Aboard podcast. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Give you such a crick in the neck. Nice to be back, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, where are you from? 
Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad. We are a bi-weekly Disneyland Resort-based podcast in which we hop onto the railroad and it takes us to different parts of the Disneyland Resort. I am Jungle Cruiser from Arizona, sitting next to one of my, uh, you know, guest hosts, I should say. We got Kevin San Miguel from, I mean, I know it's Texas, but like what part of Texas? (laughs) From San Antonio. San Antonio. What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, yeah. I am doing fantastic, man. How about you? Doing good. I should have said Kevin San Miguel from San Antonio. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Uh, Since I said your name, you get one of these. It's what we always do on the show. I got my my whistle back. You know, uh, Yoho Joe is still, um, he's on his hiatus early. This will be the last episode of the season, season three, season four. I don't know what season we're on, but... uh, also, Matt the Rat, uh, he could not join us. He is uh, He's at Comic-Con. He, he decided he wanted to go do that rather than record the All Aboard podcast. Who does that? Just I know. I don't know what he's <laughs> thinking as I look at all my Marvel stuff and be slightly <laughs> jealous of him. But, you know, it's fine. He'll be. I know. I've yet to go to a Comic-Con. Not that I – not for lack – I want to have more time coming up here pretty soon. There's been such lack of time for everything lately in my whole life. The job I used to have really never allowed me to do anything like that. Because it's like you have to take the whole weekend off. Now we just get weekends off. You know, I have to take it off, you know. Um, so, but yeah, maybe I'll, one of these days when it comes back to AZ. Uh, same with D23. One of these days I will go to D23. You know, so it's like all these things now I can probably do, you know, coming up in the future. That definitely makes two of us, my friend. There used to be a really good Comic-Con here in San Antonio every year. Uh, the Alamo City Comic-Con and then... It died because of COVID and has not come back. So oh, really? I'm eagerly anticipating its return. Was it in the basement of the Alamo or? <laughs> not quite. <laughs> if you know, no, you know. They I'm did just, it. Just joking. <laughs> they did it downtown though, in the whole in the big convention center that we have downtown okay. um, that they built for the World's Fair many many moons ago. But um, Stan Lee was actually there one year, so that was pretty awesome. Um, nice. I didn't pay to meet him because it was like two hundred bucks, but. I definitely got a picture of him right before an angry security guard told me I wasn't allowed to take a picture because I didn't pay two hundred dollars. So weird. It's still so weird to me. I know Comic Con people are like, it's just normal, but it's like you shouldn't have to pay. You know, I mean, like celebrities. Come on, man. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, so we have some general shout outs here. Uh, we from our last episode, we had food outside the parks, which is so basically just outside of Disney parks, and I think. It was all Disneyland. I don't think we've had. I don't think we had any uh, Walt Disney World ones. But on that post from Instagram, we've got KP. She writes, "Fire and Ice is a must. Loved hearing about it." And I had seen that place. I don't know if did you venture out to any uh, food places while you were down there. Um, not in Anaheim. Um, our most recent trip, we actually stayed um, on Sunset Boulevard there in Hollywood. Oh, so nice. we basically, yeah. So we basically only went to Anaheim for Disneyland, and that was it. Yeah, the crazy thing is, it's only about thirty-six to forty miles, depending on where you are exactly in Hollywood. But it's way longer of a drive than that, is what it seems. Yeah, it took us about an hour to get there um, on that Wednesday morning when we went. So right, and like, and even in my head, I was like, "Oh, that's not too bad for LA." Okay, that's fine. It's really not. That actually isn't really that bad. But I remember. Uh, so, like in Arizona, anyway, where I, where I am, thirty six miles would not take you an hour. Like it's just that's just insane how long it takes. An hour seems short though for California for that long for that many miles. Yeah, but um, we were literally in the middle of like w- the 
middle of Sunset Strip, and we could see the Hollywood sign from the balcony in the apartment that we stayed at. Um, so definitely no complaints for me. I was like, okay, this is this is awesome. I've stayed at a hotel down there near there, um, near Hollywood Boulevard, I guess it's called, right? Uh, maybe it is Sunset. Either way, it's called the Celebrity Inn, and it had this weird, like, eerie feeling to it, like some celebrities had died there or something like that. But I, it was a cool experience. It was right down the street from the back then the Kodak Theater, so that's how oh, okay how close we were. But either way, it was. So awesome. I was waiting for you to pull a switch and say you're actually staying in the old Tower of Terror. That and would that's be awesome. what it actually oh. was. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, but we also got some other shout outs we want to we want to do from our uh, engineer uh, team. I always want to say crew, but that's the DU. Uh, so if you guys go to patreon.com slash all aboard the Disneyland Railroad, you guys can join one of the four fun field tiers, get some swag. Uh, speaking of swag, you, you get your uh, you got your swag recently, Kevin? Got my oh. lost bar. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, it's so funny because like uh, uh, Bernie hit me up and was like, hey, what is the lost bar? I know I should know this, but what is it? You know? And then I was like, oh, did you not listen to the last episode quite yet? And she's like, I'm halfway through it. I, I, I'll, never, I'll, I'll talk to you when I'm done listening to it. And then when she's done listening to it, she like she realized I had never been there. But yeah, since Yoho Joe had, he mentioned it. I thought, you know, what? that's kind of a cool like throwback. I wish I would have experienced something like that. So, yeah, to the people who had hit their six months, uh, you, Bernie, and then um, uh, Cousin Jenny, to both of you got their six month uh, coaster. I don't know. I just make up whatever I feel like, you know, giving out that six month or three month, depending on where you are in there. Uh, but it, those, those are you know, they're fun. Well, Bernie, if it makes you feel any better, I did the exact same thing. I didn't reach <laughs> out, but I got it and I hadn't listened to the episode yet. So I'm like, okay, I'm over here Googling like Lost Bar <laughs> Disneyland and like did all this research to figure out. And I was like, oh man, that place is really cool. And then, I was like, maybe I'll go there the next time that we're there. And then I listened to the episode and I'm like, oh, wait, never mind. It no longer exists. So cool. That was fun. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Um, But yeah. Um, So we have a new engineer. So uh, welcome aboard. Want to give a shout out to Alfredo. We got Matt. Marianne. Kevin San Miguel. <laughs> not my hey, cousin. Hey. Not Kevin's cousin. Not Bernie's cousin, but cousin Jenny. Bernie. And Sasquatch79. Thank you guys for keeping Woo-hoo. the show uh, chugging along on the tracks. Um, and yeah, we're going to keep the Patreon going. Uh, during this break, we're still going to put out the bonus episodes, give out this, the same swag. Um, and I'll try to add a couple more things to the Patreon since uh, the show, the main show won't be going uh, to kind of keep still making it worth it. But uh, we do definitely appreciate you guys, all of you keeping the show chugging along. Um, but before we get into the episode really quick, not really quick. I shouldn't have said that. Um, you just went to the uh, park recently kevin with uh your nephew right yep it was uh his big ninth birthday trip nice nice did you have a little bit of a, a trip recap that was his first time there um, just... yeah well so 
Uh, it was not his first time there. I thought it was, but um, his dad actually took him a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, but fortunately for me, he's uh, he takes after his uncle, so he's a huge Star Wars fan, a huge Marvel fan, and Galaxy's Edge and Avengers Campus, neither one were open whenever he went. And he was also too short to um, go on a lot of the rides whenever his dad took him. Okay. It was probably like four or five years ago that he took him. So... Um, really got to fully experience Disneyland for the first time. So um, we did a full day, eight to midnight at Disneyland with a nine-year-old. And definitely <laughs> we got every sense worth that we could out of it. But um, yeah, it, we had a lot of fun. I definitely got to say thank you. Um, some of the advice, you know, if you remember correctly, I asked it a little while back for mm-hmm. some advice because it was our first time. My wife and I, uh, don't have any kids, so it was our first time going with a child to the park. Normally, we just go ourselves, and so I'd asked for kind of some advice on taking a, a kiddo there. And uh, you know, you're like, have your one or two things that you really want to do, and then just try to be free flow the rest of the day. Yeah. So I had my one or two things that I wanted to do, and then the rest of the day I was like, okay, cool, we can just go wherever, see whatever, do whatever, and it definitely made the whole day flow a lot better. But right, um, we got to see a whole bunch of stuff. Um, you know, I guess a credit to the park is that because we only did one day and we did the park hopper and went back and forth between DCA and Disneyland. And even being there eight to midnight, I still feel like we missed half of the parks yes. at least. <laughs> so that was our big lesson. It's like, hey, next time we go, we're not going to do park hopper. We're just going to do just one whole day at Disneyland, one whole DC- day at DCA and call it that. But um my couple of things that I wanted specifically where I wanted to ride on Rise again and I wanted to ride on Web Slingers again um, just because they were my two standouts. And uh, so we got uh, Genie Plus with our tickets and then I was disappointed when I found out that neither of those rides are included in Genie right, Plus. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so um, I did pay um, to go ahead and get the line skip for Rise of the Resistance because the line was like two and a half hours long, but it was 18 bucks a person. So was, just, yeah, I heard, I thought it was like 15, but 18. Yeah. Maybe it's 15 for web slingers or something like that. Then. That's yeah. I think it's 15 for web slingers. Yeah. Um, so just, you know, if you're, if you have that already mentally prepared in your head, then you won't necessarily have the sticker shock that we had, but then it was like, oh, okay. 60 bucks or like three hours in line. Okay, fine. Right. Okay. The 60 bucks. Um, but then we looked out on Web Slingers. We ate dinner at Pim's Lab, and Web Slingers actually went down. And so we were like, well, we'll eat dinner since we're right here. And then right about the time we ended up uh, finishing dinner, the ride came back up again. So we are able to, like, basically get right on nice. without having to wait in line or anything because it made everyone get out of line when the, line went, when the ride went down. Well, there you go. That worked out. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, sweet. Save me an extra 45 bucks, and I get to ride the ride without waiting for two hours like yeah. I would have earlier in the day. Right. Um, so, but I do got to tell you the funniest thing that did happen though. Um, so remember the last time I was on, we talked about um, Guardians. Uh, that was the the <clears throat> attraction that you and I spent the bulk of our time talking through. And uh, so I wrote it when I went last year for my birthday in October. And I, I did it mainly to check it off the list. I'm not a big fan of just the drop 
rides, right? which is all that one is, right? So I did it so I could say, yes, I've ridden that ride. You survived. And yeah. So my wife gets on the app. She uses a Genie Plus Pass to get us passes to Guardians. And in my head, I swear that I told her, hey, like, I'm not really wanting to ride that ride again. I experienced it. Yay. I'm good. I'm done. But apparently I didn't tell her that. And so we're getting there and we're like at the very front. And I'm like, I really don't want to ride this ride. Like I'm, it doesn't sit well with my system. I don't enjoy these rides. Like I really don't want to. She was like, well, if you just said that. So apparently I didn't. Right. So we get on and it hadn't taken off yet. And I'm like, you know what? I'm out. So people can criticize me. They can call me a chicken, say whatever you want. That's fine. I'll take the heat. I'm like, I'm out of here. So I, st- I tell my wife I'm going to get off. And my nephew, he doesn't know what's in store for him, right? He doesn't know what the yeah. ride is. And he's like, he turns to my wife and he's like, why did KK get off? <laughs> That's his nickname that he calls me. Yeah, why yeah. did KK get off? And she's like, oh, he just, he just didn't want to ride it. And so the doors close. And they go shooting up, right? And they get to the top before the first drop. And he immediately turns to my wife and he's like, I know exactly why he got up. (laughs) (laughs) And they're going up and down and everything. And um, you get actually free downloads of all the ride pictures as part of Genie Plus. Mm -hmm. And so I'm looking through all the photos later and they have the photo right at the front or at the top of Guardians. And my wife's there, and they're in the front row, so there's no missing them. And she has a big smile on her face. She's loving it. And you just see him, and he's like, like just all the color has left his face. He has tears rolling down his <laughs> cheeks, and he's just mortified. And he yeah. gets off the ride, and I'm like, did you have fun? No, I did not enjoy that at all. No, yeah. <laughs> So that was, you know, is it really a trip, you know, if you didn't accidentally terrify, you know, the child at, at some no, point? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, as long so as he's that terrified. Was, that was our big yeah. funny. Yeah, I think, I think space was mine with my daughter, but uh, she liked, yeah, she definitely dug on um, Guardians. Uh, and at the, the time, I think she was only three. She liked it, though. But that, maybe it's because it's, it's me. I like those kind of rides. Like, those ones don't bother me. Um, some of the fair rides do. I can't get on some of the fair rides just because, you know, like you said, it doesn't sit well with your system. It's just like it just makes me sick. It's That's the only reason. Um, plus, they're built in like a day, so it's kind of dangerous. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, anything that you put up that quickly, I'm like, mm, hard pass. Yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm, here for the, I'm here for the candy and, and snacks. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that was our uh, the attraction we did we discussed. and. Um, to this day, it's one of our most listened to uh, episodes. So, uh, there's that. (laughs) Uh, you know, what's funny about this right now is that was our, our last episode before we went on a break and you were on it and this is, this is the same type of setup. So we'll see what happens. Right. (laughs) I thought that I'm like, man, we're going to stop meeting like this. We're going to have to do a different, different games here. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking about it earlier today. Like, oh man, it's going to be hard to record, but I got, we got to get an episode out and our last one of the season and that's why we're taking the break we just we need a little refresher uh or a recharger whatever you want to call it um so but yeah but uh so yeah like yeah like like you said free-flowing day after doing those one or two things and you, you don't want to say oh i got them over with no it's like you you made him a priority and then you know the rest of the day it's such it's bonus you're you have a peace of mind it's like 
riding the uh, uh, Grizzly River Run, to me, is you take your shoes off, you put some sandals on, and you put them in the locker, and you go ride that attraction, no matter which way you're facing, no matter what's happening, your peace of mind, because all it's getting wet is your sandals and your feet, and you're not sloshing in your socks all day. That's my only concern with that attraction is like my feet get wet and now I'm sloshing around all day and it's kind of annoying but that's it you know so if you do it the right way then you can you can have peace of mind I guess I don't know yeah um, you, you showed well, me before but... we started recording you showed me the, your, your lightsaber uh, you did the whole lightsaber experience uh, you want to yes. fire that you want to fire that up man? <laughs> just wanna, I want to hear yeah. it sound yeah. it sounded cool when you did it <laughs> here I'll, I'll hold my headphones yeah there you go there hear. you go <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I just I remember get, getting to be part of that with Yoho Joe. Um, so I didn't get I didn't have to pay for it. I was recording him, so I got to kind of experience it without you know, you know. So he did it all. I was just recording him, and it looks like a really. I mean, it looks like it is a cool experience, you know, um, especially if you're a big Star Wars fan. Um, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, that was um, my nephew's reward for mastering on his standardized testing. Oh, nice. We said we made a deal with him. This was his first year to take them. So we're like, hey, if you do well on all your tests like you're supposed to and like we know you're capable of, yeah. then when we go, we'll do the we'll do the lightsaber experience. And secretly, I knew I wanted to build mine. Yeah. And I couldn't be like that awful uncle. Like if he didn't do it, I couldn't be like, well, I'm still going to do it. So yeah, yeah. sorry for you. So <laughs> selfishly, I was still really excited that he did it. <laughs> but yeah. That's cool. So that was our our experience together that we got to build them and nice. That's pretty cool. And you chose the Yoda. Is that that was for Yoda, right? The green. Oh yeah, yeah. Yoda, Qui Gon Jinn, Obi Wan's original lightsaber. I had to do something to combat the fact that my nephew um, went to the dark side and got the red lightsaber and talked about wanting to be Darth Vader's apprentice. So you know, I had to do something to counteract all the evil that my sounds, nephew was putting out in the world. <laughs> all right so <laughs> mm-hmm. well awesome man uh great recap but uh so now it's time to go talk about something we've never done when well, we did the original attraction um screaming but incredicoaster um so we're gonna go talk about that we're gonna go board the railroad so hands and feet inside the railroad because we're no let me let me start that over i messed that up man uh, i did that one time on the original run it was kind of funny but no again not again all right guys all right you not, not guys let's get on the railroad right now your attention please the disneyland limited now leaving for a grand circle tour of the magic kingdom
Alright everybody, the railroad got us over here to the Incredicoaster safely. Hey, uh, Kevin, you got any of the uh, fun facts? So I've got a couple for you. Um, so the Incredicoaster, uh, first one that I have is um, that it is actually the tallest ride at any Disney property. So the big drop that it has of like 100 and I think it was like 106, 108 feet, something like that, mm -hmm. is the tallest one at any Disney park. Um, and then uh, even comparing to other parks, it's the third longest steel track in the U.S. and the eighth longest steel track in the world, comparing it to other roller coasters. Oh, really? So. Which uh, I think when you ride it, um, one of the things that stands out is by roller coaster standards, it's actually, I mean, you can feel that it's a longer ride. And I mean, in a good way, right? It doesn't feel like it drags on, but it's definitely not like a lot of these roller coasters you go on at like a Six Flags or something that it's, you know, 20, maybe 30 seconds and then you're done. Yeah. It's got a lot of, like, for lack of a better term, a lot of moving parts, a lot of different parts to it. Whereas, you know, I'm, I know you're gonna do the fun facts, but most roller coasters don't start off doing that. You know, that rocket takeoff, whereas most of them start off with the click, 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 and they get up to mm -hmm. the peak, and then they then they do their thing. So that's unique in that way, at least. Um, but that's all I'll say about that for now. So yeah, and then I think the last one. Um, well, so the last two that I have. So one is that uh, at the top of the hill. Uh, you know, you've got um, you've got Elastigirl and Mr. Incredible up there trying to wrangle Jack-Jack. Yeah. And the Mr. Incredible, they, you know, a lot of times you'd think they would use a crane to, like, pick him up and take him up there. It was light enough that they didn't have to use a crane. So they actually had eight Disney employees walk him up, and they actually climbed rung by rung the, that entire hill and walked him up to oh, nice. put him up there. So I thought that was just pretty interesting. Like, I don't know how many rides you would actually have somebody, eight people walk up that high just to put one single decoration up right, at the top right. of it. Right. <clears throat> That's um, nice. Yeah. And then the last one I have is, of course, this one, although it's been rethemed, this is one of um, a few of the original DCA offerings, right? They did a full rethemed but the actual roller coaster itself didn't change, just the theming right. of it did. So this is still the original um, opening day from California Adventure roller coaster. Right. And this and this was the, in my opinion, my my head, the staple of what that park was because they had the big Mickey uh, when it was screaming, had the big Mickey ears, and I remember mm -hmm. seeing you know picture or commercials or whatever, and that was always in my head before I actually got to experience that theme park way back when um same with like back in the day way back in the day when i would see that ball at uh, for disney world it was epcot it was the ball that was always in my head you know because i've seen them on the commercials and whatever else magazines books and then seeing it live for the first time was like i finally seen this thing does really exist in real life you know so it's kind of cool to, to see it in person yeah and it's funny too because you, you. I remember a lot of the marketing and advertising, and they had the grizzly bear from Grizzly River Run, right? And that was like the logo right. for DCA. 
But all mm -hmm. anybody would remember was the big Mickey ears on the roller coaster. So it's funny that that was their logo, but it's not what anybody remembered, you know? Right. That's exact. That's me, I guess. Yeah. Cause then now I think of the Grizzly river run, you see that as the logo and right in the middle of the park. So I guess that, why wouldn't that be like one of the, the biggest landmarks, you know, but you're right. Yeah. Screaming was the, you know, in people's minds, I guess. Um, you got any more fun facts on it? Um, no, those are all the fun facts that I got for this kind of time around. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, do you have memorable moments on it? I mean, you probably just went on it, right? Uh, um, last, uh, earlier this month. Yeah. So I would say probably my most memorable moment though, was actually last October when I went on it. Um, so for starters, it was pretty awesome because it was like a overcast and it kept kind of raining sprinkling plus it was a weekday in october so the park was pretty empty nice. so we got to basically walk onto the ride which is already a bonus right mm -hmm. um but i took my glasses off because i knew there was a loop and i didn't want them to worry about falling off or anything like that and so i can't really see much of anything so i don't know when they're going to take the picture right and so we get to off the ride and we go to look at the pictures that they're displaying there at the end. And if you see me, I look like I posed for the picture directly. I just have the biggest, cheesiest grin on my face. <laughs> my head has that kind of, you know, like back when you used to take, take the school pictures and they'd be like, okay, turn your head like a little to the left. Yeah. My head is at like that perfect angle. And I'm looking like dead eye into the camera. <laughs> With this giant, it looks like, um, it looks like I'm posing for an advertisement for the ride. Like I'm swear to you, Disney could use that for their marketing. Yeah. And I just no worries in the world. And that's exactly what the picture was. And I'm blind the whole time because I don't have my glasses on. So completely unintentional. Um, but yeah, that's the memory that stands out for me the most is me uh, GQ posing for Disney marketing. You for the Incredicoaster. Send that to me so I can post it uh, on Instagram with, with this uh, show post. <laughs> oh, yeah. Funny. I'll definitely send it to you. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, I think mine, mine so, was yeah. just writing it for the first time because it's like one of those things that was – and it's not that the, the attraction was built up for me. It was more the go check out the you know the whole Pixar uh, pier because it you know, used to be uh, Paradise Pier. Everything was changing over and you know being rethemed. Um, just getting on it and yeah, and just, just seeing all like the different, it's better at night because uh, everything's all lit up and um, it's just crazy how, you know, now there's more of a theme, you know, where like they're chasing Jack-Jack and um, through throughout the, you know, the roller coaster and the way they made that work. And then now that, you know, the big entryway is like Elastigirl's, you know, her, her, your, her body like bent over and you, you walk through it almost like the, like an arch. But yeah, the, the theming is really cool on that one. Um, and I don't remember, I don't recall if I did this or not, but it, the guys always talk about getting the cookies down there, the Jack Jack cookies, yeah, uh, the cookie num nums, whatever they're called. See, I, I, I don't even, I don't know if I got them or not. I had to, I have to think that I did, but it just doesn't stand out like that. I remember it. Then I'm going to assume you didn't because that cookie is honestly one of the best desserts I've ever had in my entire life. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to assume if you don't remember, we're just going to say that you didn't do it. <laughs> But, th but then again, then again, you know, I did have the, the COVID back in 2019, you know, I don't oh, that's know. that's true. I was so out of it. Like, I, I, I don't know. Or maybe my body just didn't want it because my body did not want a lot of things. It definitely wanted water. 
It was one of yeah. the things that I just could not get enough of while I yeah. was there. Um, well, then now when you go back in a couple of months, you're going to have to, you're going to have to get one. Not even, yeah, you're not lying. Um, so we are doing that whole thing. Like you said, uh, because of the, I don't know if it's as you get older or if it's just a better idea. And I've done this the last few trips now, except for that one in 2019. But um, you do one park per day. And mm-hmm. it's it, it gives you that peace of mind. I'm all about peace of mind now. We're like, I don't have to worry about running over to the other park. I just stay here all day. I'll be there tomorrow. Or I was just there yesterday. Whatever it is. We're doing Disney, California Adventure, and then back. Actually, no, I think we're doing, I think we changed it based on the, uh, uh, the Oogie Boogies bash. So I think we're doing California Adventure one day. I think this is how we're doing it. I could be wrong. But either way, we're doing two days of Disney and one day of California Adventure. I, I forget the pattern, but uh, we planned around Oogie Boogie's Bash, so we don't we're not going to go to California ah. Adventure on that day, and you know we're not going to do the Bash. It's just too much money right now to, because already expensive enough as it is. Oh but yeah, adding that <clears throat> onto it, like I would love to do it, but it, we're just not going to do it this time. So yeah, see, we did the park hopper, but it's because I cheated on Disney and spent a day at Universal as well. So yeah, Universal is <laughs> awesome. That's my second favorite theme park. I love Universal, like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and I will say, sidebar, and I know it's a Disneyland podcast, but they better be careful because that new Super Mario or Super Nintendo World that they're getting ready to open, you can see it when you're going down the escalators to the lower lot of Universal, and it looks awesome. Maybe like it's it, just the 90s kid in me, but it looks amazing. No, I think it's going to be awesome. I think, doesn't it have a, a, like a Mario Kart type setup? Yeah, they're going to have a Mario Kart ride. Uh, that's, that looks That's amazing. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so no, I, yeah, they, they, and I didn't know that was universal, but I guess universal just does a lot of, a lot of things. They, they do work with a lot of other, uh, uh, well, it's not say theme parks, but studios. Like there's a, there's some Warner brothers stuff and then mm-hmm. they also have it at the Warner brothers studio. So it's like, they all work together in a way. So yeah, it could work. Okay. Side tangent yeah. over. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> they do have back to the future. They did. And we talk about That's Back to true. the Future on this podcast all the time. Shout out 88 miles per hour podcast. Uh, there it if is. <laughs> if you haven't checked them out, go check them out. Uh, and then you'll see exactly where our show got its, uh, got its idea. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. But always, always giving the credit where credit's due because it's like, yeah, I used to listen to them all the time. And I was like, man, that's such a good idea. Let's, let's, now I'm going <laughs> to apply it to the Disneyland Railroad, even though that wasn't the original idea. That's just what the idea ended up being. Um, so, so yeah. yeah. Even though they're not engineered, so, shout out to them. Um, there you go. <laughs> so no, I was gonna. So going back to the Incredicoaster. Um, so you you wrote it when it's California Screaming before, correct? I have. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So kind of comparing, contrasting the theming. I know earlier you're you're talking about like you like the music better, right? Right. right. So I want to say it was 2011, give or take, when uh, Neil Patrick Harris took over as like the narrator or whatever you want to call it uh for that attraction he was the voice of the attraction you heard him on there um and when you when you it was almost like a uh going to and i had never been to one of these places before like like a jersey shore type or like a a a place that had attractions you know and i one time been to santa monica pier but it's not i don't know if it's the same type of vibe but it had that vibe even though i've never been there but it had this like you're in the in California. There was always like the Beach Boys playing in the in the speakers. Um, so when you got on that attraction, right when you first got on, 
uh, he, he started talking to you and then he, he did the little countdown for you. And it, it, you know, it was, it was just cool to, you know, the whole thing. And then the music behind it, um, which we did on the original run of this, this show, I added the music behind the, uh, uh, transition and, you know, just, just the, the whole time, the whole music's fitting every single scene or whatever on the attraction up until the very, very end of it. And then the music starts slowing down a little bit because you're you're winding down. You hit the brakes, and then it kind of just kind of ends. It just through and through. I think it, the music was a lot better, personally. But. Yeah, I'll definitely give you that one. Um, it's interesting because I, I I agree with you on that, but I think the theming maybe it's just the whole theming of Pixar Pier yeah. I like better, and so it's part of that whole kind of rebrand and redesign. So I, I still think I like the Incredicoaster overall better from a from an overall theme, and maybe it's just because I love Jack Jack's cookies. But yeah, we're <laughs> <laughs> just incre- yeah, Incredibles all together. Like, you have a you have a cool story about the Incredibles. I think it was when my daughter was three, maybe four at the time. Actually, I think she was four. We were over at California Adventure, and Mrs. Incredible. So so basically, she was coming out to do like pictures or whatever. And, you know, usually you have to, like, kind of follow the character to, like, get the line, get in line, do the picture. She walked up to my daughter, grabbed her hand, and walked her to wherever she wanted to go start the line or pictures or whatever. And my daughter was the first one. So, like, she actually went out of her way to grab my daughter's hand instead of us having to follow the character around. Because she definitely wanted to get a picture with her. I was like, mm-hmm. that's cool, you know. So she, she did that whole, like, that Disney magic moment of, you're going to be the first one that I do the picture oh, with and you're awesome. going to start the line and we're going to walk over here and people are going to follow us and everyone followed us. I was like, cool. You know, so yeah. that's awesome. Well, so on that note, I will say it's not Incredibles related, but it is DCA, our Disney magic moment that we got. So right now DCA has, um, Mjolnir drink holders, right? Celebrating the <laughs> new Thor those, movie. all those. <laughs> Yeah, so naturally I had to get one, right? Um, but so my nephew's walking around with it and just loving life. And we see Thor there in Avengers Campus, and he's walking around. And he's got his birthday badge on, my nephew does. And so Thor sees it and is like, oh, hey, you know, makes a point to talk to my nephew. You know, there's a whole crowd of people around him. Makes yeah. a point to talk to my nephew and um, wishes him a happy birthday we take a picture and then he notices that my nephew has the Mjolnir drink holder. And so he asks if he can see it and he signs it and then like bends on one knee and presents it to my nephew. And it was like the coolest thing ever. My nephew was just like on cloud nine. Yeah. Thought it was just so awesome that Thor presented it to him. And it's just, you know, those are the, those are the cool moments that you don't get at other places. Right. Right. Yep. And it's the it's little to them. Or you know, it's like, oh, like I I work here, I can do that. Like I would love to be able to do that and create that for somebody who's gonna remember that probably forever. Like hey, when I was mm-hmm. nine, I did this. You know, I don't know. Um, it's kind of cool. Let's see here. Um, I had a couple of uh, I had a couple of people hit me up on Instagram. So we do have some some listeners who got involved. Um, we appreciate that. We have a. Uh, J.D. Silva for uh, Incredicoaster writes, Most memorable moment was on California Screaming, <laughs> riding in the rain. Wait, is this you? No, I'm just joking. Um, 
on the right stop <laughs> just before we went up the uh, the section along the pier. Uh, we had uh, to be evacuated after sitting in the rain for about 20 minutes. Oh, man. Um, I'll never forget how much that rain hurt uh, when we were at that speed. Yeah, but also sitting in for 20 minutes, that does not sound awesome at all. <laughs> um yeah, I would rather actually like go speeding through the rain than sitting in it for 20 minutes straight. That sounds way terrible. Right. Oh, man. So memorable moment for sure. It's not always a good moment, but it's always memorable, right? You never forget. Never, never forget <laughs> right. We didn't qualify. Just said memorable moment. I, I never do. I used to I used to only qualify. What's your favorite moment? Now it's like memorable moments just because it's it doesn't have to be the greatest moment. Just something that you remembered. It was because, uh, you know, you got to take the good with the bad and it's not always good you know with disney but it's mostly is that's why we love the park and talk about it all the time um, i think i had you know speaking of this little side tangent i had one really bad experience at disney but it was at a one specific place and i still love this place it was just one specific moment uh, where we were misquoted on some prices at the blue bayou so everyone ordered the same thing based on the price we were quoted and it ended up being like ten dollars more per person or something like that. I mean, it wasn't too crazy, Ooh. but it was like, wait a minute. There's like six of us, eight of us, whatever it was. And it was $80 more than we were quoted. It was a whole weird thing. But anyways, neither here nor there. Well, it's there, but not here. So we <laughs> have, uh, let's see here. We've got the uh, DMSW podcast. Uh, they write, we had so much fun. Lifelong Walt Disney World visitors. And my son and I went together in May yeah, for the first time, and we had a blast. Um, then he sent me a picture of him on the Incredicoaster, which looks like they're having a blast. So um, that's awesome. So appreciate you sharing that with us. Uh, let's see who else we got here for the Incredicoaster. We got, let me open this up. Bernie. Sorry, guys, I just hit the mic. Um, I don't usually do the whistle. It's usually Yoho Joe. Um she writes this coaster is my jam i love it as california screaming and absolutely love incredibles overlay is that an overlay that's the ride now <laughs> um plus many attractions this one is better at night yeah i agree with that for sure um just because it's like going to vegas at night you know you get to see all the lights and it's kind of cool but, uh, oh yeah, especially the where Jack or who is it Dash bounces around on the top of the oh, first yeah, hill. Yeah. Those yeah. lights don't have nearly the effect during the day. At night, those neon lights really pop, and it's a lot of like, fun. Are they even so on during the day? I mean, they might be, but <laughs> you're right. Yeah, 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 it's better at night. Um, got Disney Girl Sherlock ninety four writes, love this ride when it was California screaming. <laughs> uh, oh man. <laughs> Love the storyline and different effects for each of the Incredibles. That's funny. <laughs> I don't think there's a single... Oh, there's one. I was like, I don't think there's a single comment that doesn't have uh, California Screaming in there. So <laughs> we have uh, Park to Park. Pod writes, one of my faves at DC8. DCA. Oh, man. My favorite... Uh, let's see here. Um, I don't know what this word is iteration man i cannot read wow my eyes are going bad i couldn't read these letters so is when it was rock and roll screaming with red hot chili peppers oh i didn't get to experience that one uh, me neither that sounds fantastic though yeah and i think it was i mean it had it was obviously a limited time limited limit of limited either way limited time um 
and it was uh, I don't know if it was before my time or just maybe during a time where I didn't go because I started going in 03 and haven't really stopped since so it had to have been before 03 so um, I wonder if it was kind of like their you know like uh, Disney World has like the Aerosmith rock and roller coaster I wonder if they were trying to do that same thing but... I want to say yeah I, I want to say I, 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 I think they, they were so you please clarify I know they used to work there park to park pod um, oh, okay. So I, yeah, I listened to uh, their 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 one of their shows, and it's kind of cool how they break things down. Um, and if you're ever wondering how many cars are on this track, they they will do all that research. We don't do research here, so if you want uh, more research and, and and things like that and comparisons, what they do is compare Walt Disney World to Disneyland attractions uh, with you know attractions that are at both parks. Kind of cool. Check out Park to Park Pod and uh, get your facts. But. Uh, we also have the big smooth. He writes, "We like to do, let's see, roller coaster face <laughs> uh, for the camera on this one." He said, "Relax your face, open your mouth, and shake your head side to side, and then see uh, see what comes out in the photo." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds slightly less photogenic than my memorable moment earlier, but you know, I dig it. <laughs> you got to share share a photo with me, Alex, or the big smooth. Um, yeah, he's also part of the DU podcast with uh, Yoho Joe. So go check them out. They're part of the Disney podcast family too. Shameless plug. Just kidding. It's not really shameless. But uh, but yeah. So a lot of people do remember. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't read these comments. I usually do before we start recording. But a lot of them had that same consensus with screaming. I just think it because it had that California, that real California like feel to it. I mean, I, I had grown up going to beaches all the time. Uh, but for some reason, when you hear the Beach Boys uh, in the background, do you you are you familiar with uh, Paradise Pier? Have you, or were oh, you, yeah. I don't know if you're okay. I wasn't sure if you were more Dis- Walt Disney World or, or Disneyland. Um, so, but the Beach yeah, Boys. Yeah, no, it was definitely Walt Disneyland. Disney? Okay, okay. Uh, you remember the Beach Boys playing all the time though in the background? Yep. When you walked in the pier. It was amazing. Phenomenal is my word around around here. So that's what I'll use. Um, yeah, I remember the Beach Boys, and then I remember all of the, like, um, you know, that early 2000s kind of, like, swing rock, for lack of a better term, with the yeah. horn section and everything that used to play. And they had that one band that would, like, ride on a station wagon through the park playing. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And, and one of my favorite pictures of all time, it's not there anymore. I wish I could just get a painting of this thing. Do you remember the picture... Of the dude, the, the kid drinking the Coca-Cola on the sand, on the, the mountain of sand, and you see oh, screaming yeah. in the background, and uh, um, the the fun wheel, just that mm-hmm. just that whole picture that you know they always say a picture is a thousand words. To me, that's a whole book. It's a whole book, man. Um, just, <laughs> I like, like it. The, like the day that kid's having is he's got the beach, he's got his friends, he's got this sand, the coke, and then he's got attractions in the background. He can go on at any given time. Like this is having a whole day right there in that one little scene. I don't know. I love it. It doesn't get any better than that, right? <laughs> right, man. Like uh, the twenty years of DCA episode that we that we did. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I have that. I used that picture for that for that episode because me, that's DCA. Like that whole right there, the, the pier is DCA to me. I don't know. Yeah, where you can really see, like, even though it wasn't necessarily well received, you can see, oh, okay, this is what they were shooting for, right? And when yeah. they designed and built dca i know people will hate on it but i think they nailed it i mean i like i always love changes i like i embrace all changes 
But I, my first time there, and it's even before Tower of Terror, I think they nailed it, but that's just me. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm simple, I guess. <laughs> so, whatever. But uh, yeah, that's all I got on the uh, on the, the California screen. I mean, I mean the credit coaster. Uh, just try. <laughs> 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 uh, you have anything else? Uh, no, I think that's all I got. Awesome. It's a good ride, though. It is. It is a good ride. And when we go in October, I, I don't know if my oldest can go on it. She might be able to. The twins, no. Um, I'll be lucky if they hit 40 inches by then. But uh, mm. my oldest, I don't think she'll even want to go on it. But we'll see. Uh, that's uh, mini JC for everyone. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, before we park the railroad, first of all, I want to say thank you for joining me uh, again uh, for the season ending uh, episode. And thank you for having me on. I always love being on the podcast. Obviously, as an engineer, I'm a very proud listener. So any chance I get to come on board, I mean, it's just just the best. Oh, you should have said anytime you get to come all aboard. I'm just joking. Ah, yes. Anytime I get to come all aboard. There we go. <laughs> um, all right. Before we park the railroad on Main Street one last time for the season, want to give a shout out to our engineer. So you guys can go to patreon.com slash or just you know can type in all aboard the disneyland railroad and uh join one of the four fun field tiers um there's nobody in the toontown station i don't think that it's a uh, tomorrowland new orleans square main street in toontown but we want to shout out alfredo <coughs> matt <coughs> median Kevin San Miguel. Not my cousin. Not your cousin. Cousin Jenny. Bernie. It sounded like Scooby Doo. If you guys caught that, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Uh, and Sasquatch79. I don't know why I read his name like that, but that's just been what I've been doing, and it works. Okay? So. I like it. <laughs> you guys, for keeping the show chugging along and uh uh we bid you adieu at, le at least uh you know everyone else but the the, the engineers will will still have some bonus episodes to listen to uh we're gonna have cousin jenny on um as as expected and then another another one in uh december so um looking forward to all of that and then i'm gonna throw in some extras in there uh so you guys will see that uh, so yeah um yeah got nothing else man so uh like i always say see you in two weeks but in this case we'll see you next year. Life is your restaurant. Life is your restaurant. Life is your restaurant.